Coming up, Pixar is delaying the release of its next two films, and Disney is changing its policy for guests with disabilities. We're also going to have the top ten threads from disboards.com for August, since we forgot them earlier this month. And we're going to tell you about this year's Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Orlando. All that coming up next. From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 646 for the week of September 22nd, 2013. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts in helping you find the perfect Disney vacation. Dreams Unlimited Travel provides true concierge service at no additional charge. When you book your Disney destination with Dreams Unlimited, you'll be paired with one of their amazing agents who will help you plan every aspect of your vacation and give you advice on what to do and what to avoid. This is just part of the service you'll receive when you choose Dreams Unlimited for your next Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, I am your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles, Kathy Whirling, <laughs> Julie Martin, uh, back in the production nook, our associate producer, producers, Craig Williams and Sean Thompson, along with our producer, Dustin West, back in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Um, and we have a very special guest with us uh, this week. For those of you who have listened to the show for many years, you will, of course, recognize the voice of our very own dear friend, Will Perry. Yay. And now you can Hello. see the face of our very <laughs> own dear Will Perry. He's got such a sweet face. <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. I, I was looking at the monitor. It's like, oh. It's like Screams Midwest. Hey, Screams yes. Midwest. <laughs> really? <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> All right. A couple things uh, in housekeeping. First, I just want to let everybody know John and Kevin uh, are not here because they are on their Adventures by Disney trip, uh, the Dis exclusive Adventures by Disney trip in Germany. And they will be back, I think. Uh, not next week, the week after they'll be on the show, if I'm not mistaken. Something like that. They'll be back eventually. They're, they're coming back. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. But um, if you would like to join us on one of those amazing European adventures, we have a really special trip to Italy uh, next year with Adventures by Disney next September. Details are on the show notes page. Pod, or Excuse me, disunplugged.com. I almost gave the, the old URL. Um, so that's going to be a great trip. And if you, it's starting to fill up. So if you're interested in joining us, I suggest you uh, take advantage of that. Um, I also just want to let everybody know that uh, I may have to step out, um, all, all kind of depending on how my back is doing. Uh, those of you who follow me on Facebook uh, know that I was in the emergency room uh, Saturday night or Saturday morning uh, with a really bad problem in my lower back. So... Uh, I'm going to try and sit it, sit it out through the show, but sitting is like the worst thing for my lower back right now. So I'm going to try and power through it. But just in case all of a sudden Dustin is sitting here, we don't want it to be like when they switch Darren's on Bewitched. So um, <laughs> nobody said anything. So just I like to- the first Darren, just saying. <laughs> no offense, so Dustin. She, so she's saying that she prefers Which dick did you like? Sergeant yeah. of New York. <laughs> I like, you like Dick York? York? Yeah, I like Dick yeah. York. Yeah. I agree. 
Um, also, speaking of special events, of course, uh, Dizzapalooza, December 6th this year. Uh, a lot of people signed up for that. You have over 300 <laughs> people signed up to join us, and we have room for more. So uh, if you're interested in joining us for that event, December 6th, we rent out uh, Pixar Place at Disney's Hollywood Studios. And we have all sorts of food and games and Streetmosphere players and characters and you name it. And it's a great time. And plus, we get to ride Toy Story Mania as much as we want. Harrison so, Finley will be attending their first Dizzapalooza this year. Wow. Yes. <laughs> oh, they'll have fun. Yeah, oh, it's yes. going to be great. It's going to be great. It always is. John, nobody throws a party like John Major throws a party. So, um, And, of course, Podcast Cruise 5, we announced a few weeks ago. That's filling up fast. Uh, if you are interested in joining us, again, uh, links to all this stuff on the show notes page, disunplugged.com. <clears throat> there is one thing um, I do need to mention. We've been talking about the upcoming meet, Diz Meet, uh, to raise money for Give Kids the World in Delaware. And uh, this is November 1st, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And uh, 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 sign-ups for that have been really, really weak. Um, we're not really seeing a lot of support for that for that event. So um, I'm asking, I'm making a personal plea here. Um, Any opportunity we can find to help raise money for give kids the world, we want to take advantage of. And uh, I know um, James and Denise Kays who are organizing this are putting a lot of work into it. And it looks like they have a really wonderful weekend planned. So um, I'm going to be there. Uh, most of the team is going to be there. I'm not sure if Corey and Julie... We can't be. It's Anna's 30th oh. birthday weekend. Oh, okay. We have some things in store. So no Corey, Julie, <laughs> no John and Kevin. Um, but you'll have Kathy, Teresa, Sean, Craig, Dustin, and myself. We'll be showing up for it. And we have a habit of doing some pretty cool things and giving away some pretty cool prizes. And it's an opportunity to raise money. So if you're in the area, if you're in that, you know, the, the Philly area, New Jersey, New York, you people can drive. Come down. Help us out. We really do need the support. So I'm asking personally, please, um, if, you can, uh, if you can show your support, sign up to come to the Delaware meet and help us make this uh, uh, another, uh, a fourth successful Diz meet this year for Give Kids the World. Never been to Delaware. I know, oh, I me know. neither. So yeah. it would have been so It's a fun. tiny little state, right? Yes. It is. I've driven through. Yeah. Yeah, so have I'm I. Excited. Yeah. I don't think I've ever like, stopped in Delaware. But what fun. I actually used to live there. For like three years, so did you really? It'll be like a, a homecoming. <laughs> Are they throwing a parade in your honor? Uh-huh. <laughs> I went to middle school there, and uh, actually, my family's coming to that meet too. So I don't know if that's incentive or not. <laughs> oh, oh it is for me. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. I'm like, oh, we can, miss we out can, on meeting the Thompsons. We can, we can, we can do a contest. Uh, uh, embarrass Sean in front of his parents. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> and I'll give away. I'll give away a free cruise to the person who embarrasses him the most. I'm kidding. Oh my I'm kidding. god, oh, it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> It's a joke. I'm not I think my away. mom can win that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, finally, for me in housekeeping, uh, I just want to ask everybody to send prayers and good thoughts to a good friend of ours, uh, Tony Malia. Uh, she is from New Zealand, and she was on our Adventures by Disney uh, Backstage Magic in June. Absolutely lovely woman. Uh, and she's in the hospital right now, and she's doing okay from what we understand, but she's in the hospital, and, and I just wanted to send out a, a, a little good wish to her, uh, hoping that she gets better and gets out of the hospital soon. And uh, if all of you could just uh, take a moment and say a little prayer or send some good thoughts her way, I'm sure she'd appreciate sure it. So, hi, Tony. Hope you're doing better. Um, 
And that's it for me in housekeeping. Um, Dustin, you have something? Yeah, I do. I have a correction from last week, which uh, I feel pretty embarrassed about. On my rapid fire for the uh, Jake's uh, All American um, or Jake's American Bar at Royal Pacific uh, Beer Festival, I <laughs> read the dates for last year's. I don't know why I did that, but it's pretty embarrassing. So I just want to I just want to correct that. Um, it's going to be October fourth. Um, this year, 2013, from 5 o'clock to 9 p.m. at Jake's American Bar at the Royal Pacific. There's over 90 beers, a whole whole menu. You can check it out in our show notes, uh, disunplugged.com. But I, those are, that's the time and date for this year. This is when, we, this is when I, I usually say to Dustin, thank God you're pretty. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. Thank you, Dustin. Anybody else? Anything it. else in housekeeping? Um, I just want to say a quick thank you to everyone who has donated so far to Ferris and the Funky Bunch. Um, we have reached our goal. It's over $5,000 now. Mom, and nice. But we have not met our goal of walkers. Okay, well, Every I'm, year I'm, we I'm, set a goal of 50 people. And I, don't, I think we usually have almost 50. But I really would love to have 50 people. So if you're in the area and you want to come and walk with us, please come and walk with us. <laughs> All right, I got to sign up. I always forget. But, the last um, there's a link on the Disunplugged homepage to Ferris's page. So you could go there and sign up. Uh, make sure you do, though. Because uh, there is a deadline, and I believe it's coming up at the end of the month. And then for money, I believe it's October 5th, like, you know, to go towards um, counting for the amount raised or whatever for the walk. So, but we're really excited. It's his fifth year, and wow, I can't. Flies. I mean, everyone's just so generous every year giving money to the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida. So, I, um, it's overwhelming, actually, you know? So, thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Julie. Any, anything else? No? All right. Then we will move on to the news. Our first news story, Disney is delaying, or Pixar, I should say, is delaying the opening of two of their upcoming movies. The Good Dinosaur, which was set to be in theaters May 30th of 2014, has been delayed until November 25th of 2015. The movie is set in a time when humans and dinosaurs coexisted in the world. The film's director, Bob Peterson, was replaced last month, so many Pixar fans correctly assumed the movie's release date would be pushed back. Because of this delay, the next film, Finding Dory, will be moved back as well. The Finding Nemo sequel was due out November 25th, 2015, and will now hit theaters uh, June 17th, 2016. So this is going to be the first year, 2014 is going to be the first year in I don't know how many years, that Pixar does not have a film coming out. I think since 05. Since 05. Yeah. Wow. So wow. I'm so yeah. sad though. I'm been... Well, the good dinosaur has been plagued. I'm with finding problems. Dory is what I want. And uh, well, you're going to have to wait a couple years here. <laughs> so why'd they replace the director, or the producer? I, I don't know. No details. Some dirt. Some... No, there's a story there. There's a there's a backstory there. I know there is. But uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. I think it's um, good though because it usually means that they they know that the film needs more more work. So they usually only do this if they know it needs it. Right. So I think it'll be good in the long run. It'll just kind of be shocking to have a whole year where we don't have anything Pixar. I know. <laughs> oh, so you're so optimistic. <laughs> That's so sweet. Well, they, they've done this before, so it's always... I know, but every, you, you always find the sunshine in everything. It That's just, me. Yeah. so sweet. Oh, Lord in heaven. Sorry. <laughs> just threw up a little in my mouth. Um, all right, next story. Um, this one has me a little ticked. I'm going to be honest with you. A Philadelphia family is fuming mad with Disney Cruise Line after their vacation was canceled by Disney. Jennifer McWilliams and her family were scheduled to sail next August on board the Disney Dream to celebrate her husband's 50th birthday. It was only after visiting a fan site. I'm not sure which one it was, but 
when they uh, uh, when they showed the, this on the news, they showed disboards. Yeah. So um, the, uh, it was only there that she learned that their cruise had been canceled and instead chartered for a Disney Vacation Club cruise. Uh, McWilliams said she never heard directly from Disney about the change. And when she contacted Disney and looked at alternate dates for a cruise, McWilliams claims that Disney wanted to charge her an additional $800. A local Philadelphia TV station got involved and reached out to Disney, but a spokesperson for DCL said that they tried to accommodate the family, but were unable, were unable to, and they refunded their money. Disney confirmed that the sailing has been chartered by DVC, but would not comment beyond that. Now, I'll tell you what ticks me off about this. This is not the first time this has happened. This is not the first time that Disney has taken a ship that had people on it, people reserved staterooms on it, and pulled it offline for a, a charter. Especially for DVC. You're going to tell me that Disney can't coordinate something like this before they release the dates for, for the cruise? They can't work with... They're all under the same umbrella, especially DVC <laughs> and Disney Cruise Line. Why are they a year out when people have reservations on that sailing? Why are they pulling it out and then doing this so that they could charter a DVC member cruise? Obviously, they must think they'll get more money doing that. But we've seen this happen. Now, this is the third time that I can remember that they've done this. It's crappy customer service and is not worthy of Disney Cruise Line. And this woman has every right to be mad. And the fact that they didn't reschedule her on another cruise for that summer and honor that price is messed up, is really messed up. They, they, if they switch the cruise, the price is going to change. I've had that happen to actually. If, if Disney is canceling a cruise for something like this, that woman should be able to pick whatever sailing she wants and get in the same stateroom, get the same price. That's the least Disney can do. After you're planning your husband's 50th birthday, and all of a sudden Disney decides that they're going to... Well, what if it's not the same price? I mean, what if it's not the same length of cruise, or they can't... Well, no, the, she was no, she was looking apples to apples. Okay. I mean, she wasn't trying to go from a four-night to a seven-night. She wanted another four-night cruise in the summer. And Disney wanted to charge her $800 more. I think this is one of those times... That Disney does what Disney wants to do because it's Disney. It's and at the expense, <clears throat> at the expense of their of their customers mm-hmm. of their guests. That I think sometimes they just feel like okay, she's not coming. There'll be somebody to take her place. They're not worried about that. But if they keep doing that, people are going to oh, think and, twice. And make no mistake, that attitude is pervasive throughout Disney on oh, yeah. every level. Um, they think that you know if you're not going to send me the business, somebody else will. Um, if you're not going to fill the stateroom, somebody else will. And maybe that's true, but that's a crappy way to do your customer service. Mm-hmm. This should not be allowed. Disney owes this woman an apology. Disney owes this woman a cruise. And they owe everybody that was on that sailing that they screwed over. They owe them a cruise. I'm not saying a free cruise, but honor the price on another sailing. If you're going to be this stupid and this incompetent, that you can't arrange this well in advance of any guest booking a sail- booking on that sailing. If you can't handle that, then take it up the tailpipe and eat the difference in the price. But this is ridiculous. This is wrong. Disney's wrong for this. I love Cruise Line. I sing their praises constantly. This is messed up. And this is the third time you've done it. And one of these days, it's going to come back to bite you in the ass. So 
That is my first rant. Let's move on to my second rant. <laughs> uh, it has been announced that Disney is going to be changing its policy for disabled guests as a result of the guest assistance card program being abused. Uh, MiceChat.com was the first to break this story, saying now that uh, guests with any special needs will be issued a ticket for each attraction with a scheduled time to ride. It's not going to be like, uh, it's kind of like FastPass, but not exactly because um, whatever the current whenever whatever the current wait time at the attraction is, um, that's what they're going to be given a pass for. So if the current wait time is 90 minutes, they're going to be giving, given a pass to get on the ride in 90 minutes. Um, but uh, this comes on the heels of the story that the New York, I think it was, I believe it was in the New York Times, uh, that uh, did a report on people and rich people in New York basically hiring disabled people to act as their family members so that they could get onto the front of the get onto the rides without waiting in line. Um, what kind of depraved oh you see and I we're live. I can't say what I want to say. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. What kind of depraved a hole would do something like that? Abuse a disability program because you think you're too good to wait in line. I would love to meet some of these people so I could spit in their face. That as a result of this now, parents especially, and this, this is one of, the, one of the areas where this program is, is so helpful, um, is for parents with autistic kids. And children um, with Down syndrome. And children with, children with Down syndrome. <laughs> But in particular, I'm just saying, where I hear a lot of people oh, yes. with children that have autism um, because of the fact that sometimes the crowds, the lines, they're unable to keep it together. And so now they're going to have to completely, you know, one, one story I was reading was this woman said, you know, I appreciate that Disney's trying to do something different and stop the abuse. But, you know, in my case, I think for this woman, uh, her son had uh, spina bifida. Hmm. And had to receive certain medications at certain times, and it's very regimented. And now she's going to have to kind of like try to work around that because they're they're going to have to make an appointment to ride the ride. And I think it's the same thing as people who will rent a wheelchair or an ECV because they think it's going to get them onto the rides faster. Um, these people are all, there's a special place in hell for those people. And I honestly think the people in New York that were doing this, that were customers of this one company that was letting them do it, I think they should all be named in public. Mm-hmm. Their pictures put up. I agree. What blows my mind with that is that they're smart enough or uh, educated enough about Disney to know that the uh, Gantt cards exist. So that makes me think that they should be educated enough to know that fast passes also exist and that there are other ways to plan your vacation without having to do that. But no, it's, this, it's that sense of it's that sense of entitlement. Right. The rules don't apply to me. Uh, in, in that article, the, one of the women that was doing this was quoted as saying, this is how the one percent vacation. Mm-hmm. Screw you, you yeah. dumb. It's just witch. it's just a shame that. Because of that, this whole program has to change. When it did, really did work for a lot of people who were treating it appropriately. Well, you know, there's also <clears throat> I'm not going to mention any names, but <clears throat> there was an old friend of mine whose uh, 
mother had a, a handicap sticker or a handicap placard for her car. She was legitimately handicapped. She had needed it. Um, but he would take it out of her car and put it in his. Able-bodied. Nothing wrong with him. Mm-mm. Able-bodied. So that he could park in the handicapped uh, st- in the handicapped spaces. Um, I eventually stopped talking to him because of it. Uh, I have a niece who's a paraplegic. Um, those are the people. If you can't walk, then you should have one of those placards. If you can't go to the state or to the DMV and prove to them that you need one in your name, then you shouldn't have one. And I see this, I've seen this happen multiple times. It's this sense of, I'm going to get around the system, I'm going to beat the system because the rules don't apply to me. And it just drives me insane. And people that do it at the expense of the handicap should burn in hell. It's where they, it's where they belong. Can I just, the, the, the thing about this story that bothers me is I haven't seen anybody from Disney World confirm this. I've seen a spokesman from Disneyland get quoted. And I'm like trying to reserve judgment on this. I do think the system's flawed. But until Disney, Walt Disney World comes out and says, this is what the new policy is, I'm almost afraid to, like, I hope they're listening to this furor that's going on. And they have to what, October the 8th? To, to make this, that's when it changes? Right. That I hope somebody from Disney World listens to all this and changes it. Well, you know, look, and let me be clear. Um, I don't fault Disney one iota Mm-mm. for this. And I've seen things on the boards where people are like, well, why doesn't Disney ask for proof of uh, disability? You can't. Right. You yeah. can't. There's a whole host of reasons, not the least of which are legal reasons. You can't do that. Well, I was asked once. It was, it was right at, not long after the story came out. And um, I can't remember which park we were going to. And um, I've been going up to get Ferris's pass. And we only use it if the wait time is more than 20 minutes. If it's 20 minutes or less, he can usually handle that kind of a wait. But if not, it turns very ugly for us, you know, yeah. and, and for him. So um, I went and I took Ferris. And I was like, I need a, a pass for my son, you know, just to help us get around the parks if we need it. And um, he's like, may I ask why? And I was like, sure. Because I, you know, it doesn't offend me if you want to know why you know so i had no problem well, telling him my son has down syndrome and we just need a little extra help sometimes waiting in line but uh, yeah i think what he looks very uncomfortable people, asking me well what people are are saying is that disney should require some kind of proof yeah um and no they're not going to do that like a note and, from a doctor or something and mm-hmm. and nor and yeah and nor should they nor should they i mean I have to like carry around the little thing that says he has that extra well, chromosome it's, it's also we've we've um you know we've seen uh over, over the years, we've seen people complain that, you know, oh, this person's in an ECV and they shouldn't be. You don't know what somebody's well, disability is by looking at them. Okay, look, I have to go around Epcot tomorrow um, for a segment that we're doing. I have to go around Epcot tomorrow. And I can barely take about 10 steps right now without having to sit down because of the situation with my back. So I'm going to be in an ECV tomorrow. I'm not going to use it to get on rides. I'm going to use it because I can't stand up and walk. Um. But you don't know. I yep. mean, just, on the surface, it doesn't look like there's anything wrong with me. Well, maybe it does. But <laughs> not that we require a wheelchair. Um, but, you know, this is, uh, this is what I'm talking about. That, you know, you can't judge and you can't, you don't know. Um, but when people are using it, when people are using it to circumvent the system, 
you know, as somebody, like I said, who has a family member who's in a wheelchair, I take great personal offense to that. Because um, uh, it happens to my niece all the time. Except she's gotten more aggressive about it now. When, when somebody is parked in a handicapped parking space and she watches them, like, just get out of the car and walk and clearly they shouldn't be there or they don't have the placard, she will park behind their car, call the police. Good for her. And man. won't let them leave until the cops come and they get a ticket. And it's like a $300 ticket or $400. It's, a, yeah. it's expensive. Yeah. It should be a lot more than that. They should take their license Good away for her. For it. Yeah. They should take their license away for oh, she's it. She sounds their car spunky. Or something. <laughs> to one. <laughs> yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. I'm older and I have more insurance. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, again, I don't fault Disney one iota for any of this. Um, no one can fault Disney, especially for how they handle guests with disabilities. It's stunning how wonderful they are and how far out of their way they go to make sure that their parks are accessible. Um, and and the, the hope here would be that, uh, you know, whatever it is that they're changing makes it easier for the folks that do need it and also tightens up a bit on this abuse. Mm-hmm. I, I would hope that whatever they come up with isn't more of a hassle right. for the people that actually exactly. need it. You're always going to get the people that take advantage of every situation that they can. Yeah. That's going to happen. I don't think Disney's at fault here. In fact, I commend them for trying to make it better. But if you don't feel – if you see a person without a handicap or that doesn't need a handicap Placker. hanger and they use it and you don't – you see that and you don't – that doesn't make you feel um, – what's the word? That doesn't Enraged. strike a nerve. Yeah. Then there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I mean, this is disgusting on a whole new level. It is. It is. And it's unfortunately the world we live in. Where there is, uh, there are a lot of people with a very overdeveloped sense of entitlement mm-hmm. that feel, like I said, the rules don't apply to them. Um, feel free to throw rocks at those people's heads. Um, and I, I, figuratively I, speaking, I'm not encouraging in violence. The parking lot. I'm not encouraging violence, but you know, you know what I mean. I just it, it really angers me. It really, really angers. I've me. gotten some emails from people, and I don't know how to advise them, just because we don't know what all the details are. But I've received one from somebody that they were concerned that Disney was going to change the way they even transport people on the buses. And I don't, do you, I mean, do you really think Disney's going to change the way they, they handle people in ECVs and scooters for using the buses? I don't. Well, that's the other thing that always ticks me off is these people that get all irate because they have to wait for a bus. Uh, They have to wait to get on the bus because the driver needs to put somebody in a wheelchair. I've seen it happen multiple times. These are people I really just wish it was legal to hit them, that I wouldn't go to jail or get sued if I hit them. I would just like to slap them. What is the matter with you? Are you so incapable of grasping an ounce of compassion? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. For this person who is in a wheelchair, and I'll go out on a limb here and say they probably don't want to be. Yeah, right. Um, but they want to be able to have that experience with their family too. And Disney is this place where they can do that. No, and, but I'm in a hurry, Pete. But I got to exactly, get to the park. Exactly. I got to get back to my hotel. Yeah. Uh, well, we had one. Oh God. See, Start walking. This is, this is my frustration <laughs> right now tower. is I've got, I've got pain meds in me and I'm live and I can't say what I want to say. Um, we could all go. 
So yeah, <laughs> it should probably we should probably just move off this story well, at this point. I wanted to mention one thing. Uh, Universal's actually had the same type of disability pass, like that since I was there. Um, the way theirs works, if the ride is thirty minutes or longer in a wait time, then that's whenever they'll start signing your pass. It says you can come back fifteen minutes before what the wait would been had you been in line. So if it's 90, they write down to come back in 75 minutes and then throw you through. But if it's 30 or less, then they just let you write in anyways. So I don't know if it's going to be the same type of system, but a lot of times too, what you'll see at Universal is people will understand, like they'll take it case by case and they'll break their rules even. And if they see a family who's really in need, they're not going to make them wait that time. They're going to send them right to the front. But hmm. It's so they, 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 they give they give authority to the frontline cast members to make that decision? At the end of the day, it would come down to Disney, and they would never say that I'm they're saying, breaking I, their I'm roles. Saying, I'm saying yeah. at Universal, though. At Universal, the, 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 cat, the, the cast member at the attraction can make the decision as to whether to backdoor them then or... If you, the same thing goes at Disney. If you want to make one family's day a little bit more memorable, just get them in the front earlier. Uh, yeah. So I, I see... The issues with it, but at the same time, working in theme parks, you also get to see how many people abuse it. And with these wait times, you're going to see the abuse drop down a lot less because it doesn't benefit them as quickly as the right. old GAC card did. Mm-hmm. Good. This, well, you but, know what? Yeah. All I care about is that the situation or the, the, the program is made as easy and as painless as possible for the people who actually need it. Yeah. Um, so... That's that's my hope, but uh, you know I'm glad you brought up Universal. We have a lot to talk about in our next segment with Halloween Horror Nights. A lot of observations, even if you're not interested in Halloween Horror Nights, uh, stay tuned for that because uh, I have a lot of observations to make comparing Universal to Disney, and uh, some of it's quite shocking. Um, but uh, thanks for that adding that in, Craig. Appreciate you're it. Welcome. All right, that'll do it for the news. We're going to move on to rapid fire, and I don't know which order you guys have the slides in, so. Producer Teresa. Teresa. Me? Oh, me first. Okay. okay. Um, the inaugural edible Orlando Field to Feast dinner is October 27th of 13, Long and Scott Farms in Zellwood, Florida, 4 to 7 p.m. Tickets are 175 What each. is it? Yeah, well, well, let me get to it. Or 325 per couple. Edible Orlando will be hosting their first annual Field to Feast dinner. Um, in the fourth generation family farm that has been in operation for over 50 years. This dinner will feature Walt Disney World chefs and benefit the Kids Cafe program of Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. Each chef will man a station that showcases local and seasonal foods as well as the wine, craft beer, or signature cocktail. The evening chefs will be, I'm just going to give them their first name because I'm a first name basis, Scott from Victorian Alberts, Brian from California Grill, Tim from Flying Fish, Frank from The Wave, Leonard from Disney Events, Jens from Epcot International Food and Wine Festival, Philip from Citrico's, and Stefan from Disney Desserts. Sounds fun, huh? Corey actually mentioned this to me after I heard the price. I knew what you were talking about because he really <laughs> wants to go. Three twenty-five. Be a nice for, present for him. for three hours. I think he's going to be on that cruise. He's just getting back from that cruise y'all have out of Miami when this goes on. Something. Oh, the magic. Right, yeah. right, right, the right, magic. right. That's right. That's right. So it's on a farm. That would be fun. It would be fun. Teresa, it's like going home, Teresa, isn't it? It is. It'd be like going home. She's going to try and milk the cows. Look out, cows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think it sounds interesting. All right. 
Thank you for that, Teresa. Who am I moving to next? Kathy. Oh, it's mine. It's mine. Oh, she... <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you about the new bathrooms in Epcot. <laughs> Woohoo. So I was I knew they were building these. These are on the if you look at the American Adventure Pavilion, it's to the right. It's where there there used to be a garden. They used to do things during mm-hmm. flower and flower and garden. But this is where the new bathrooms are. I'm really excited. <laughs> There's already bathrooms. Well, this is no. one of the things. This is one of the things oh. I'm going to talk about in the Universal segment. Um, are the bathrooms clean? Yes, these were beautiful. Okay, well, They're brand new. Go, <laughs> yes. let's go look at them in a week. Here's the thing: is those, those bathrooms that they used to have? They were the really small bathrooms, and they were the ones that are closest to the American Gardens Theater. So mm-hmm. you know, they were always packed. Especially the ones that were down that little yeah, like yeah. on the left hand side of the yeah. building. Yeah, right. so they're still so open. both sets now. Yes. Yeah, that's just not, well, you know what? <laughs> Even I think that's great. Even during Food and Wine and Flower and Garden, they never used this space. It was a beautiful little garden area. But if they're not going to use it, they had, no, a ki- a- they had a kid cot station there. So mm-hmm. Hey, don't be and- down in the kid cot. So kid they cot dug a hole is- and now it's a bathroom, huh? No, there is a kid cot station still it's there. It's right outside the yeah. little store. Yeah. Right outside right. the restroom. Yeah, right That's by the good. stall. Good. Yeah. So I have, I have inside pictures. Did you put them up? No. We'll save those oh. ones for later. <laughs> Inside of the men's and the women's? No, not the men's. I went no. into the ladies because okay. it was like nobody in there. <laughs> Taking pictures in well, the bathroom. We'll save that but for a blog. N- but there was nobody in there. Thank Otherwise, God. I wouldn't. Yeah. Kathy goes in snapping pictures. I use Caps you on the shoulder. Hey, can I use this on the website? <laughs> Needless to so say. She goes that. into the men's room. Can you stand back from your own a little bit so I can get that picture? <laughs> They, I made I'll my son this. go in the men's room just to make sure they were as nice as the ladies. But they really are nice bathrooms. I'll put them up on my. I Facebook can't believe page. we're covering bathrooms. It's a big deal. It is a. Bi- it I is think a it's a huge deal. deal because I, I hate was all walking excited. all the way mm-hmm. back there. Like if you're already eating in the American Pavilion, I understand using those. But when you're just walking past, and you have to walk all the it's way. It's much there, easier uh-uh. to wear adult diapers and just go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you, Kathy. Jules. Oh, I'm up next. Okay. I've determined. Yes, since they stole, well, my original rapper fire is Pete's news story about the get cards being replaced. <laughs> so last week, um, Sean, myself, and Dustin went to the release of Vera Bradley's collection for um, the Disney Parks. Great story. Um, story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sean just threw this on me right when I got here. He's like, oh, you're going to talk about this, by the way. We, no, we had a good time. Um, we were allowed to actually purchase two bags if we wished, um, which, you know, we didn't say anything beforehand because yeah. now everyone can buy theirs and they don't have to be jealous. But it was <laughs> Sean, a, you bought a bag? No, a he did not. I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a nice event. They uh, they talked about the collection of Barbara Bradley, who is the co-founder of Vera Bradley, was there. Yes. And so we have a little video of interviews that's up on the site. So we'll put that in the show notes. Oh, really? Uh, Dustin did an amazing job on that video. And it's gotten a lot of a lot of views. Julie did an amazing job with the interviews as well. Oh, she oh, always. <laughs> always. Yes. I was nervous. Um, actually, I really enjoyed talking to Barbara, but I really enjoyed talking to Steven. Like, I could have talked to him for a lot longer. <laughs> Steven was the... Uh, oh, I forget his official title. Uh, he's like the manager of communications for merchandising. Yeah. But he was, he's a really funny guy. Yeah. He, he writes a lot nice. of the blogs for uh, Disney Parks blog. I have to say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confess something. I was just pulling something. They gave us a little <gasps> something. Oh. It's, it's like an ID card holder. Oh, that's adorable. And I kept it. Oh, I look at your ID. Maybe give when it was a, that? Yeah, hey, that's me. <laughs> yeah, you're not, you're, you're not a, a... 
I'm not, not a, big fan. a Vera Bradley fan. Of, and I did not say that. I did well, of not course even, not. You know. But did, did this collection... Oh, I mean, no. Not, I mean, I think it's cute, and I tried on the bags. I just feel like a grandmother. Pass it over here. I want to see what the looks like. <laughs> but, I mean, I think the little... I think the pink is really cute. Um, um, the black is okay. Um, oh, it's like... The Brady Bunch with okay. Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so. But anyway. So Move on. If it's your thing, I, I know a lot of people are really excited about this. So. Otherwise, we're going to have Teresa going off for 10 I minutes no about how cute and pink be, it is. If they're sold out or what's happening with these, but I'm sure that. No, from what I understand, they had a pretty big inventory of them, and the the actual selling on Saturday morning was really smooth. Okay, I think good. people were lined up at like 4 a.m. 4 a.m. Yeah. They opened the parking lot at 3 a.m. Wow. Well, you know, it, make, make no mistake. I mean, anytime we put up anything about Vera Bradley or merchandise in general on the site it's they're huge i mean it gets shared it gets i mean it gets huge traffic i mean it's a big a big deal it's a very very big deal and People i was just like it. watching how this video is going yeah, and we um, also have a if you want to learn more about it we have a blog that uh, nikki mancini did as well so you can, and she's a big vera fan so her passion for that will come through <laughs> right exactly exactly but all right thank you julie who do we want to go to uh, back there oh all right that's mine um, the dates for the 2014 Epcot Flower and Garden Festival have been announced. So it's going to be from March 5th through May 18th. Um, and so the kind of big unknown was if they were going to bring the food carts back from last year's, and they are. So that's really exciting. Yay. It kind of makes it a little bit more like food and wine, which is exciting. I thought that was an awesome addition yeah, to so did I. Flower and Food, Garden. wine, and flowers. <laughs> yeah. All combined. Um, yeah, they're going to have um, same topiaries, some new ones. Um, the Butterfly House is going to be back. The Cars Garden and Playground. Um, the Gardening Seminars and the HGTV Celebrities will be back. So, Can I just say how much I love the playgrounds that they bring into Epcot? And I do not understand why we can't have those year-round. Yeah, I, th- I wonder that, too. Because, I mean, there are not a lot of things for children, which, you know, there are some. And there for older children, you know, there's plenty to do. But, like, for Ferris and Finley, there's only a few things that they really like to do at Epcot. And we walk the World Showcase because mm-hmm. they do like that. But having being able to stop and let them get out yeah. and actually play is so nice. And there's nothing there in that space the rest it, of the time. Yeah, that exactly. just ticks me off. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Thank you for that, uh, Sean. Dustin Thomas. Yeah, I have a uh, limited time magic. Um, we have uh, Pirates Week is at the Magic Kingdom from September 23rd uh, through the 29th this year, 2013. I swear these are the correct dates. Um, so basically... You're really traumatized by that, I, aren't you? I really was. So uh, this is an event they're doing that week. Um, takes place in Adventureland and in the Magic Kingdom. You can visit Pirate Goofy, uh, meet and greets with uh, Pirate Goofy, uh, Jake from Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Um, they're going to have a, uh, a pirate band in Adventureland throughout the week. But they're also doing a special pre-show before the Celebrate the Magic uh, uh, Dream Come True. Oh, I'm sorry. Celebrate a Dream Come True Parade. They're doing a special um, pirate pre-show. And uh, participants in the Pirate League will have the chance to join other Pirates League's recruits and popular Disney pirates and march down Main Street as part of the parade. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, and, oh, and they're also doing all new uh, pirate makeovers will be offered for adults this week at the Pirates League as well. So it's it's Pirate Week. That's cool, because yeah. usually you can only With meet jazz hands? Yes. at MGM, or I mean Hollywood Studios. Oops. Right. <laughs> Oops. I still do that all the time. All right, thank you, Dustin. You're Gregory? Welcome. I got nothing. Nothing. <laughs> got nothing? It's lots of stuff happening this weekend. Food and wine starts. Food and wine starts Friday. Um, something else happens. <laughs> Craig talks about yeah. something. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> An exclusive. All right. Thanks. Thanks for that, everybody. That'll do it for Rapid Fire. Uh, before we move on to the top ten threads uh, on Disboards, I want to spend a couple of minutes talking to my buddy Will here. Uh, those of you, like I said, who have been listening to the show for a long time, remember that Will used to work for us, and uh, he he left me as a man will, and. Uh, I had to leave the nest, Pete. Had to leave the nest. I know. I understand. Uh, just kind of give people an update. What's been happening in your life? Yeah, so uh, things are going good. I, uh, when I left Florida, I moved home back to Indiana with the family, uh, which is great. I, you know, you only get one family, so you got to keep them close. Um, kind of did my own thing, the NASCAR uh, travel website for a while. And, of course, that wasn't paying the bills, so... Um, an opportunity came up to get into radio, and that's what I've been doing the last three years. Will has been working uh, for Clear Channel. Nor for Clear Channel, which is um, the largest radio company in the United States, and it's, uh, it's a big company. We have three radio stations in Indianapolis that I manage, uh, all the digital properties. Um, so Facebook, Twitter, the websites. websites, videography, photography, print design, all the sales uh, you know, campaigns. They sell a lot of ads in radio, so there's got to be somebody to manage them. What, um, give the uh, call letters, what's uh, the stations? So, well, the big, the legendary station I work for is Q95. If you, some people may have heard of Bob and Tom. Uh, it's a Bob and Tom morning show, which is syndicated. They're in like 40 markets across the nation. Um, it's a big, big show. So those guys work in the building. It's pretty neat to, to get to work with those. And uh, they have some big guests like, uh, you know, football player Reggie Wayne from the Colts and, so there's a lot of cool people that you know come through the building, and it's kind of fun. Yeah, Will gets to hang Did out. Did you get to meet Jane's Addiction? No. Oh, because like, I kind of got the feeling because you know I follow you, so like I was like, where where is he? I saw when you were at that big festival, and I was like, if he gets to meet these people, I'm gonna be so I'm, jealous. I'm kind of <laughs> honestly, I'm kind of over meeting the rock bands. There, it was oh, cool why? for like. <laughs> well, yeah. When he first when he first went to work when he first went to work for Clear Channel, uh, his Facebook page was loaded with pictures of him with this celebrity and this band and this group. And so now I, I love it. He's like, oh, I'm over. Well, they are normal people, so I mean, I get yeah. what you're saying. You know, you're kind of used to it. I mean, not for you me though, be. I'd you be like a drooling teenager. They constantly <laughs> are chased by fans and, yeah. and people. So when they come to the station, it's real important that we Just make freedom. them feel comfortable. Yeah. You don't want to, yeah. And you're not fanning out trying to, hey, can you sign this or. You know, so um, it was cool at first, but it's work like anything. Now yeah. I go and I have to go backstage and take pictures and stuff. It's not, you know, it's everything's new at first, but then it, you know, it's like anything. It, right. It loses its shine. <laughs> oh, <you're so laughs> Just gets boring. <laughs> well, it's, I'm really, really glad you came into town. It's always so good to see you. We saw Will uh, when we were out in India, uh, Indianapolis for the uh, for the Diz Meet a few weeks ago. Yeah, it was and, great to uh, see you guys in my hometown. You're from a beautiful right. place, by the way. Really, we really, really enjoyed Indianapolis. Gorgeous. Good. Good. Just, you know, Indianapolis is a great city. And uh, driving out to your place, uh, some beautiful country. My God, like at one point, I'm like, oh, you see this in postcards. You don't, you know, you don't think this is real. Um, but lo and behold, there it was. So. There's more than corn in Indiana. So yeah, that's, the, that's the slogan. <laughs> there's, there's more, more than, than corn. corn. more than corn in Indiana. <laughs> I'd say lots of rich history, in my opinion. I mean, it's, I love history, so I noticed all that kind of stuff. Well, cool. Well, thanks for having me. Glad to have you here. Glad to come down and see you guys again. Can't wait, can't, can't wait to go gallivanting. So, uh, all right. Um, finally this week, um, I had forgotten to do the top ten threads on Disports.com for, uh, for August, so I wanted to kind of correct that oversight. Um, the number ten thread, um, the Disney Food Picks Part 4, 
oh wow, you actually you, you were able to get a slide together for this. I'm impressed because I only finished this this morning. That's great job, great job, Sean. Uh, Disney food picks part four on the restaurants forum. This is where everybody's taking pictures of their food at Disney and posting them. So it's a very very popular thread. Um, number nine, the perennial stateroom Mickey ears and then some, which uh, spawned a segment that we did a few months ago with Kathy and Teresa about decorating your stateroom doors on board the cruise line using only magnetic items. Uh, Disney is getting very upset with anybody using adhesive because it pulls the paint off the doors. Um, number eight was a post from someone who was in the parks uh, in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, right after a major storm, and it was here now, half of park closed due to blackout. They lost power, um, which I've never heard that before. I'm sure it's happened. It happens. Transformer must have blown, huh? Well, you know, one of the reasons, I mean, Disney has their own power plant. Yeah. Um, Right. You know, they, they they don't rely on you know, Orlando. Well, I was working at Epcot when, uh, back in, was it 2008 when the whole park lost power and they have, uh, they have like hydraulic generators and everything back there. And there was a storm or something. I can't remember what it was, but the whole, whole park wow. lost power. We had to evacuate mission space. It was crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Look at him. He's like smiling. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was it so was, fun. It was, cool. it, it was. There, there was that little bit of, okay, this never happened. So it was a little right. fun. Yeah. All right. Number seven, any September guests, Receive FastPass Plus testing invite, theme parks, attractions, and strategies. Um, I guess invitations were going out to test out FastPass Plus. And uh, uh, next, number six, the Port Orleans Riverside Q&A thread um, got very, very popular last month for some reason. This is the first time, I think, one of the uh, resort FAQ threads showing up on the top ten. Um, and for it to show up at number six, it was got a lot of traffic, got a great deal of traffic. Uh, number five was about the uh, Magical Express bus crash near Epcot where that woman was uh, tragically killed, also on theme parks, attractions, and strategies. Number four, breaking Disney news, three major expansions. This is on the rumors board. Um, and number three, uh, be our guest, new test lunch reservations online on the restaurants forum. Um, so I guess, I don't know. They're doing that. Yeah, when we had a resort stay a couple weeks ago, we stayed at French Quarter. I got one of those, but I could never get into it to do it. But a lot of people, they were given that as a bonus if you were signed up on, um, I see the initials, MDE, my Disney experience. Yes, they would send you that, and you could sign up and you could order your lunch and stuff online. Yeah, so the idea is you go online, you order everything you want, your, your entree, your drink, everything. You even pay for it, I believe, Ahead of time, yeah, and then once you get to the restaurant, you just check in and go sit down, and it'll come to your table because wow. it knows you skate, you do your magic band on the table or whatever. Hey, yeah, I mean, that, crazy. It happened at my house. <laughs> yeah, really. Make that crazy. happen. Make that so. <laughs> uh, that was our number three story. Number two, my Magic Plus official FAQ thread, uh, which is you know of course still a very hot topic. Will be a hot topic for a while, and. Back in the top spot again after falling to number two. The Frumper? Lady Frump. (laughs) Jess. Um, And uh, and I'm going to tell you, again, the amount of traffic that thread had was four times what the number two story had. Okay? I mean, it was just no contest. So, again, 
for what is this now? Uh, Sixteen eight year. months. Seven, <laughs> well, seven really? seven out of eight months. Seven out of eight months, I believe. Uh, this has been the number one threat on the boards. Never seen anything like it. Never seen anything like it. So, um, from style does it now. Um, a lot of people ask me uh, like what the actual traffic is. I don't share that. I don't share exact numbers. That's internal stuff. I will tell you that disboards.com does receive in excess of 1.5 million unique visitors every month and more than 40 million page views every month on wow. disboards.com. That much I will tell you. I will tell you the top five uh, forums on, uh, on, on disboards. Number five is restaurants. Number four is resorts. Number three is DCL. Number two is community board. And by a mile, the number one th- uh, forum is theme, theme parks. parks. Now, what's funny, though, is it, it kind of goes in, um, uh, it, it, it kind of it, it gets cyclical. Um, for a while, especially like right after, and for most of 2009 and 2010, um, the, uh, theme parks was uh, battling for number one with the budget board. Hmm. Once the economy went and people wanted to, yeah. needed to save money, that budget board got a lot of traffic. Um, there was a time where community and theme parks would, uh, kind of compete with each other for the number one slot, but lately, uh, community is much uh, is is not is not as uh, big as as theme parks is. But um, you know, so I thought I would at least throw throw those numbers out there since people ask me for it all the time. So, but uh, all right, that is going to do it for this episode. For those of you watching live, please stay tuned because coming up next, we have our report on this year's Halloween Horror Nights at Universal, and uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes.